Greetings and welcome to Little Readers Podcast, dedicated to literacy, listening skills, and a love of reading. Today's episode captures a French-Canadian Christmas tradition entitled A Clever Beatrice Christmas, written by Margaret Wiley, illustrated by Heather M. Solomon, and published by Athenium Books for Young Readers in 2006. I'd like to dedicate this episode to my dear friend, Mary Laura, who was born in Canada. After listening to this story, you might locate Canada on a map or a globe showing North America and see just how far Canada is from where you live. Let's begin. Christmas was coming to the far north, and Beatrice and her mother hurried to the village store pulling an empty sled. They needed flour and sugar and cocoa to make a special Christmas cake. The cake was called Bouche de Noël. As they came to the frozen river, Beatrice saw three children skating. The littlest one, a girl, waved and called, Are you the one they call Clever Beatrice? I am, Beatrice called back. I live up the hill with my mother. We have heard of you cried the taller of the two boys. Come and skate with us. We have many questions to ask you. While Beatrice's mother went on with her sled to the village, Beatrice made her way carefully down the river bank to the edge of the ice. The taller boy skated over in fine skates with curling loops at the tip of each blade. I am Rolo, and this is my brother, René, he said. Antoinette is our cousin. Our fathers have come from Montreal to work at the lumber camp. Let us pull you along on the ice. It is perfect today. The boys each took a hand and pulled Beatrice while Antoinette skated in a circle around them. We three have many questions to ask you about Père Noël, Antoinette said. Oh, I know all about Père Noël, Beatrice said. He is coming very soon, but can you tell us how Père Noël can bring presents to so many children in one night? asked René. Beatrice told them, He travels on the wind all the way from the North Pole in a sleigh pulled by many reindeer. In the back of the sleigh is a great sack of toys he brings so that every girl and boy will find a special present on Christmas morning. Have you yourself ever seen Père Noël? Antoinette asked. He comes after midnight, Beatrice explained, when children are snug in their beds. But late in the night, I have sometimes heard the ringing of the bells on his sleigh. Rolo skated away to think about this. When he came back, he said, You know, there are many sleighs in the village with bells on them that travel at night. Yes. Could you have heard one of them and thought it was Père Noël's? Oh, but I am quite sure it was Père Noël's, Beatrice insisted. René asked, How could you be sure? Beatrice thought a moment and then announced, on Christmas Day, I will bring you a bell from Père Noël's very own sleigh. The three skaters gasped with delight. Just then, Beatrice's mother appeared on the road, returning from the store with the sled piled high. She said, 
Ask your new friends if they would like to help us bake the bouche de Noël, she called. The children cried, Wee, wee, and they followed Beatrice home. In the kitchen, Beatrice's friends helped make a long, flat cake in a pan. When the cake had cooled, they spread the top of it with sweet cream and jelly, then rolled it into a log, which they covered all over with chocolate. Beatrice scored the frosting with a fork to make it look like rough bark, and her friends made little frosting mushrooms. It looked so much like a real log that Beatrice's mother said she would have to be careful not to throw it in the fireplace in the morning. Yes, the bouche de Noël is a log cake with sweet cream in the middle. You may have seen them before, but that is their Christmas tradition to make the bouche de Noël. The next day was even closer to Christmas, and Beatrice's mother woke Beatrice early. Come have your breakfast, my girl. This morning we must find a Christmas tree. Beatrice ate her porridge quickly and put on her boots. They walked down the hill to a patch of young firs, where Beatrice helped her mother cut down a small tree and fasten it to their sled with rope. As they were walking back, Beatrice heard children calling her name through the trees. It was Rolo and Renee and Antoinette, all wearing furry hats. Beatrice's mother took the tree inside so that the children could sled down Beatrice's hill. At the bottom, Antoinette said, Beatrice, we three have been wondering and wondering how Père Noël stays warm all through that night on Christmas Eve, Beatrice told her friends. I have heard that he wears a special cape, a beautiful cape with shiny buttons. It falls clear to the ground and keeps him as warm as a sleeping bear. Rollo thought about this as they trudged back up the hill. But Monsieur Le Plan has a very heavy winter cape, and still he hurries to deliver all his bread before sundown. And Charlie Running Wolf has a cape made from the fur of a real bear, but he says that in winter it is sometimes too cold for him to leave his lodge. So, how can Père Noël have a cape that keeps him warm enough to be in the north wind all night long? Beatrice thought a moment and then announced, On Christmas Day, I will bring you a button from Père Noël's very own cape. The three friends clapped their hands at the very idea. Just then, Beatrice heard her mother calling, Come, petites, help decorate the Christmas tree. The children strung popcorn and pinecone garlands and wound them around the little tree, along with sprigs of winterberry and holly. Beatrice made a star out of paper and lifted up little Antoinette to put it on the top of the tree. Then Beatrice's mother brought out their Christmas krish, which had long ago belonged to Beatrice's great-grandmother from Normandy. The children arranged the figures, Joseph and Mary, three wise men from the east, a shepherd carrying a lamb, an angel, a donkey, a goat, and a sheep. The last figure was the infant in the krish. Krish means crib in French. Then it was Christmas Eve. In Beatrice's village, many people gathered on Christmas Eve for a great feast in the center of town. Beatrice and her mother brought two tieris, 
or meat pie. And Rolo and Renee's mother brought a rum cake. And Antoinette's father brought a whole smoked goose. There was a long wooden table heaped with food. The celebrating continued until nearly midnight, when the villagers traveled in a line to the church for midnight mass, holding candles and singing carols as they walked under the stars. Rollo and Rene walked close behind Beatrice, and Antoinette walked between Beatrice and her mother, holding Beatrice's hand. Rollo whispered in Beatrice's ear, How will you be sure that the man in the sleigh wearing the cape is truly Père Noël? Beatrice whispered back, I have heard that Père Noël has the brightest, clearest blue eyes in the far north and a beautiful snow-white beard so very soft that it is more like a cloud than a beard. Then he said, But Herr Herman the Finlander has a white beard and... Monsieur Tremblay at the village store has a very nice beard, too. Wouldn't it be easy to see one of these men in the darkness and think it was Père Noël? Beatrice thought for a moment and then announced, On Christmas Day, I will bring you a curl from Père Noël's very own beard. The children were so excited to hear this that they could barely sit still during midnight mass. Afterward, Monsieur Leplan took Beatrice and her mother home in his wagon. He gave Beatrice's mother a brioche tied with a red ribbon, and she gave him a plate of sugar tarts and wished him joyeux Noël. Now, hurry into your nightgown, my girl, she said to Beatrice, and I will put out the bouche de Noël. She tucked Beatrice in, but Beatrice did not fall asleep. Instead, she wiggled her feet and pinched her arms and counted to 100. Finally, she heard the sound of bells coming closer and closer until they stopped outside of her house. She looked out her window and saw many reindeer, then heard the sound of heavy boots crunching the snow. Quick as a mouse, she put on her boots, grabbed a pair of scissors, and hurried to the door. There stood an old man in a long cape with a snow-white beard and the brightest blue eyes she had ever seen. Over one shoulder, he carried a huge sack bulging with toys. You're supposed to be snug in your bed, little Beatrice, he said. I was quite snug in my bed only a moment ago, Beatrice told him. But then I heard that one of the bells on your sleigh was not ringing properly. It bothered me so much that I just had to get up and tell you. Is that so? <laughs> Asked Père Noël with a laugh. Don't worry, I will take care of it for you, Beatrice said. And she ran outside and quickly cut off one little bell from the side of the sleigh and put it in the pocket of her nightgown. When she came back inside, she asked, Is your cape really as warm as the fur of a bear, Père Noël? It is, indeed, said Père Noël, patting where the cape covered his belly. 
I am only asking because I see that one of the buttons is loose and may fall off in the wind and hit one of your reindeer on the nose. Is that so? <laughs> Asked Père Noël, laughing again. Don't worry, I will take care of it for you, said Beatrice. And with her scissors, she snipped off one button and slipped it into her pocket. Then she looked up at Père Noël's beard. Now that I'm seeing you up close, Père Noël, I find that your beard is a little crooked on one side. Is that so? asked Père Noël, stroking his beard. Don't worry, I will take care of it for you, said Beatrice. She motioned for Père Noël to lean closer and cut off one curl, soft as a cloud, and quickly she put it into her pocket. And now will you tell your new friends that you have seen me, little clever one? asked Père Noël. Beatrice's eyes grew wide with surprise. I will, she said, and I will tell them that you are the cleverest of all. Père Noël cut a huge piece of the bouche de Noël for the long ride back to the North Pole. And now you really must go to bed, for I have something special in my sack that you must not see until morning, he said. He put his warm hand against Beatrice's cheek, and before she knew it, she was back in her own bed fast asleep. In the morning, she awoke and found in her pocket the bell, the button, and the wisp of beard. She cried, Oh, mother, as she sat up in her bed. I must go to the village at once to see my friends. Her mother laughed. Your friends can wait, my girl. Right now, you must come see what Père Noël has left for you under the tree. She led Beatrice from her bed by the hand. Beatrice saw that Père Noël had left her a pair of new skates with shiny blades. But that was not all. Inside one of the skates, curled into a ball, was a kitten with bright blue eyes a bell at its collar, and fur as white and soft as the beard of Père Noël. <laughs> the end. I hope you enjoyed this French-Canadian tale. You might think about making your own bouche de Noël or Yule log cake this year. Ask Mom for help looking up the recipe online. It would be a fun project for all and a delicious treat, too. Remember, you can get this book at your local library or wherever you buy books. The title again is A Clever Beatrice Christmas, written by Margaret Wiley, illustrated by Heather M. Solomon, and published by Athenium Books for Young Readers in 2006. This is Miss Jones signing off until next time. Stay safe, stay healthy, and Joyeux Noël! <laughs> <laughs>